everybody. I'm Cam Stewart, your fantasy sports news update. The Golden State Warriors getting a piece, a big piece back as the NBA Finals tip off in less than five hours. DeMarcus Cousin will be active for Golden State in game one of the NBA Finals against the Raptors tonight. Warriors coach Steve Kerr announcing today. Boogie Cousins hasn't played since April 15th due to a left quad tear. How many minutes he will play remains to be seen, but Kerr says they have a plan for his workload. When asked about it, he would not share it with the media. Going into tonight, Cousins has only played one full postseason contest in his career. Game one of the Warriors' first-round series against the Clip joint. OG Ananobi, questionable for, questionable for Toronto as well. Finally, game one is here. Tipping off at Scotiabank Arena and TO, 9 p.m. Eastern. Raptors now one-and-a-half-point favorites in the betting market. Money line, minus 120 Toronto total. 213 and a half first quarter line Raptors minus a half point or 120 on the money line total for the first quarter 55 Toronto minus one minus 125 money line for the half and the total 109 series price Golden State minus 300 Toronto plus 240 already wild lineups at Jurassic Park starting at 640 in the morning today doors just opened at three o'clock let's head to the baseball scoreboard right now the St. Louis Cardinals they lead the Phillies 5-3, to three, top nine. Jerko, Carpenter, Ozuna, and Weeders all going deep for the Redbirds. San Francisco and Miami, the Giants up 3-1 to one in that baseball game, bottom eight. Arizona and Colorado, hope you got the over right now. Six runs in the first inning. Arizona leads 4-3, to three, bottom of two. Rest of the MLB betting board tonight, two games at 7.05. Boston minus 150 at the New York Yankees, 8.5. Sale versus half. Then we have Milwaukee laying 30 cents at Pittsburgh. Over under nine, Anderson versus Musgrove. 7-10 action. We got Minnesota at Tampa Bay. Rays minus 145. Over under eight. Perez versus Morton. 8-05. We got Kansas City and Texas. Rangers minus a buck 55. Over under 10. Junis and Minor. 8-10 action. Cleveland laying 195 at the White Sox. Over under eight and a half. Carrasco and Benuelas. And uh, two more at the 10-10 tonight. Mets minus 280 at the Dodgers. Eight and a half. Vargas versus Ryu. And Mets rookie Pete Alonso, Alonso tying Mark McGuire's rookie record with his 19th dinger Wednesday night versus L.A. Congratulations to him. Finally, last but not least, Angels and Seattle Mariners won 15 favorites. Total nine, Pena versus Kikuchi. We've got the Cubs signing uh, veteran Carlos Gonzalez to a minor league deal today. He was recently released by the Cleveland Indians. In the NHL, St. Louis Blues forward Oscar Sundquist will have a meeting with the league after a boarding call on Boston Bruins defenseman Matt Grizzlick in Game 2. Sunquist received a two-minute minor on the play. Grizzlick injured. He had to leave the game and did not return to action for the Bees, who lost in overtime. Stanley Cup final shifting to St. Louis for Game 3 Friday night. St. Louis, a small favorite, uh, minus 120. Sorry, Saturday night, total five uh, best-of-seven series tied at one game apiece. Updated series price, Boston minus 130, St. Louis plus 120. The PGA Tour in Dublin, Ohio, for the Memorial Tournament, hosted by Jack Nicholas and Boops, our old buddy Ryan Moore. Stellar first round. He leads at minus seven. Jordan Spieth just one shot off the pace at six under. Notables, Tiger Woods, two under par. Rory McIlroy in the clubhouse. He is three over. U.S. Women's Golf Open. Amiko Higa leads at six under par. Cleveland Browns new coach Freddie Kitchen says Odell Beckham Jr. has missed a lot by skipping the OTAs. Beckham, who was acquired in that blockbuster deal with the Giants in March, has only participated in one of the team's nine practices since the beginning of OTAs that will end tomorrow. Jacksonville Jaguar quarterback Nick Foles and his wife Tori announcing that they recently suffered a horrible loss. Tori, 15 weeks pregnant with the couple's second child, had a miscarriage last weekend. The Jags granting Foles a leave of absence, but he's returned to OTAs today. 
still with the Jaguars. They're expected to sign free agent wide receiver Terrell Pryor, the former Ohio State quarterback bouncing around in his eight-year career. French Open, Serena Williams in good form. She advances to the third round. Naomi Osaka, a straight set winner as well, the top seed on the men's side. Novak Djokovic won in 90 minutes. He cruises into round three. And CFL exhibition football today, an afternoon game. Actually started at 11 Eastern. Argos hammering the Alouettes 45 to 20. Brandon Bridge, two touchdown passes for the double blue. International soccer friendly right now. Turkey leads Greece 2 to 0. I'm Cam Stewart. Stay tuned. Gabe Morenzi host Red Heat and Rage Radio. Hour one, keep it locked. It's going to be a lot of NBA talk and props. So we're going to have a lot of fun today on the show, everybody. Best bets and props galore. Red Heat and Rage coming up next. All you have to decide is what to do with the time that is given to you. Game time decisions. All right, let's roll. I heart tune in YouTube. Uh, I am Marenzi. We're throwing it down in uh, New York City, although I wish I was in Toronto uh, right yeah. now because uh, that's the place to be. And I, it's 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 kind of unfair that the cowherds and the Stephen A. Smiths and all these other jackasses in the media are setting up shop and, you know, they're not Raptor fans. They're more fans of the brass rail and for your eyes only, uh, no doubt. And yeah. as a betting man, as a betting man, I'm willing to bet. I'll put a nickel down that Stephen A. Smith was, uh, I'll say for your eyes only, um, last night on uh, King yeah. Street West. King Street West, a, a favorite uh, stomping grounds for Major League uh, Baseball teams. Uh, don't ask for a selfie, uh, though, in a strip club. No, as uh, no. Mick Aussie, uh, has found out before. <laughs> yeah, I'm betting, Gabe, uh, the low-end reporters, uh, the guys who are doing, you know, uh, the college reporting, they go to the Zanzibar, but the high-end guys, yeah, brass rail, maybe off the beaten path at the House of Lancaster if you would really want to go incognito, but already the neighbors partying, these guys don't work. I see them, ah, ha, ha, laughs two doors down from me right now. The barbecue is going to be cooking. Raptor talk all day long in the complex. It's going to get wild. Wouldn't yes. be surprised if one of them just rolled in my place. I got the door open because it's hot today. It's funny you say that because, yeah, Zanzibar. Now, listen, Willie Nelson once uh, famously stated that there's no such thing as uh, bad marijuana. Some is just better than others. True. Um, you could say the same thing for pizza. I've heard the expression used for sex. There's no such thing as bad sex. Some is just better than others. Excellent points. Excellent yeah, yeah. points. But I feel the same way about strip clubs. You know what I mean? And I'm, <laughs> yes. not, the, I'm not the strip club connoisseur I used to be. Uh, yeah. But uh, you know what I mean? Like, I like the high end. I like the mid end. And, yeah, I like the sleazy uh, Hollywood Boulevard strip club. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I like, used to meet my rookie you know, there, uh, uh, a guy that you know, too, Jimmy. He used to go, uh, I go, where do you want to go, Jimmy? Like, he goes, I go to I Don Knows. It's called I Don Knows instead of I Don't Knows. The guy used Ron to buy Don me Mills a and fries. Don Valley? Yeah, I don't, uh, yeah, where are we going? I Don Knows. So, yeah, and he'd buy me a Heineken and, like, a BLT, and he'd be gone for half an hour. He goes, okay, I'll just pick up the envelope. Thank you. When he paid, for the he record, wild at I Don Knows. Yeah, so I was going to say, though, even I, even me, all right, <laughs> Cam, yeah. I freaking lived like four minutes from Zanzibar for eight years. Yes, I went in there once. 
I went in there once, had a beer, and left. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, that's a cool I realized one. I'm like, yeah, this, uh, this, like, this, this is no good. <laughs> this is, this, this is no good. Yeah. I Steven recommend a. Smith too much, too, Gabe. Did you see his little Bill thing Moore. today? Hey, I hear you're leading with hockey. NBA Finals, you're leading with hockey. Ha ha ha! It's like you know, but yeah, like this guy's just unbelievable. You said it too. Great points by you earlier on in the week, like just ripping the Raptors all year. Now you get to soak in the love. Come on. Come on. I don't know if uh, Fillmore's is still open, though. I think there might be Condo Dallas. Yeah, good call. Or Jilly's. And I think more in the East End. Uh, Jilly sucks. Fillmore's worth that. (laughs) That's where the party was. (laughs) Game time decision. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Decisions ready HR Radio, uh, Fantasy Sports our Radio Network. Yeah, Zanzibar, <laughs> Zanzibar <laughs> Strip Club in Toronto, which I'm sure that some unknowing poor bastard tourist in town for the <laughs> NBA Finals has wandered into. Uh, I don't know if you remember this, but they made it big, Cam, uh, because uh, the movie The Incredible Hulk, one of the Hulk movies, that's uh, right, was in Toronto. And uh, and uh, Hulk, uh, when Hulk got pissed off once, he smashed up Young Street. <laughs> it's, <laughs> yeah, pretty, it's, it's pretty cool. I like the Hulk, like, you know, I prefer the TV show to Hulk. Like, I don't like the big monster I Hulk. I like I like the you know, yeah. normal size Hulk. So, yeah. but anyway, it's like Hulk. the computer generated Hulk smashes Young Street with his fist. And I'm always fascinated by that because they did a lot of movies when I lived on that street. They did uh, Batman too there. The Suicide Squad, Excellent. the helicopter scene. I was blazing watching from my my rooftop when they did it. They tried to shine lights in our eyes to make us not see it, but we saw it. Um, <laughs> they did a good, like, they really went out of their way to make people, like, not be able to film it and stuff. Like, they were doing weird light things, and they put up this big curtain. But if you lived there, they couldn't stop you, dude. I was on my roof. Like, tough shit. <laughs> You're filming it, like, in front of my building. What can I do? But in a Batman movie, it didn't look like my place. They computer, like, they put different businesses in and stuff. You know what I mean? Yep. Like, they could do that now, like a green screen. So, in the Hulk movie, they only kept two places, Cam, on Young and uh, Gerard Street. Zanzibar? Yep. <laughs> and the Big Slice. <laughs> oh, yeah, Big Slice. Pizza joint. Yeah, yeah good pizza call. place, yeah. They, they saved two place, legendary yeah. spots. Yeah, I like the Big Slice. Yeah, yeah, so, like, so <laughs> you watch it, it says, like, you know, like, New York, uh, New York pizza, New York. So it's all supposed to be New York and stuff all the time. And it's like Zanzibar, fake, 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 <laughs> big slice, real. <laughs> it's like, wow. Like, like, man, they mix in real places with fake places even. Um, all right. So speaking of fake places, let's send it to California. Sorry, California. Uh, but uh, it's war. <laughs> you like that? Yeah. <laughs> 
Am I not good yeah. at the segue or what, Will Capper? Huh? Like, you know, I didn't even plan yeah. that. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. But listen, golden, it's we the North versus State California. Is, uh... Yeah, yeah. Yep. Welcome to hell, mother. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> well, so. yeah, I mean, this is uh, this was the matchup I was hoping for. Uh, I was uh, I was counting on the Raptors coming through in the Eastern Conference, and boy, did they do it in style. That was super fun. Uh, game five and six, uh, and uh, congratulations to you and your Raptors and all the Raptors fans. It's super fun to see that fan base finally get a you know realized and made whole and given an opportunity to win a championship. Finally, it's so so cool. Uh, and uh, yeah, congrats to you know Kawhi Leonard for getting them there. He was a man that series that last series and uh it's uh it's going to be a fascinating finals i think uh i think the market's fairly mispriced i don't think uh the warriors should be as heavily favored to win the series as they are uh, i think you're seeing a reflection of a lot of liability that the books already have on the books uh for the warriors titles uh that you know kind of tend to accrue from june to june every year um and uh yeah so i mean i think there's you know there's i think this is a pretty even series i think the home court advantage for the raptors is going to be um is going to help kind of level the playing field a little bit um and you know it's it's uh, it's going to be a ton of fun to see it see it play out um you know so it's gonna be like two weeks see how see the schedule for this thing yeah the game's I, down, uh, like uh, june 16th these guys, these <laughs> I, guys I, are gone I, crazy dragon i was just that uh I was just at the FanDuel Sportsbook over at the Meadowlands, and uh, our studio is under construction. Uh, it'll be ready soon. Um, so we're, we're over there, and I had big plans, guys, about playing futures and stuff like that. You know what I mean? I was like, I'm going to play the Raptors in seven. I'm playing the Raptors in five and 13 to one. I'm playing this. I'm playing that. And then and the same thing. I started to think, well, Capper, I'm like, man, When's this thing end anyways? June 21st? <laughs> like, <laughs> I started to think, I'm like, man. Fourth of July? Yeah, I'm like, man. I'm like, I kind of need this then? money. I don't know. Yeah, like, I'm all into the futures. But, <laughs> yeah, right. You know, like, yeah. I, I don't know How about three weeks. Like, 17 days. Like, yeah. So what happened is, then I went from playing futures to, you know what? If the Raptors are going to win this series, like I think they will, they're not winning this series if they lose tonight. They're winning tonight. That's true. So I went, I went from Cam, I'm going to be on playing this future and that future to uh, a little, little tight under the collar right now, Cam. Yeah, I got a lot of money on this yeah. game. You got the Rodney Dangerfields, Marantz. the sweats. You got to loosen it up. Yeah, I, I, I'll tell you. Uh, I, the thing about it is, though, we've been really good with the futures and, and, and playing the market and stuff like that, Marantz. Oh, you know? I did. I, no, played I played it. I played it. It's only a couple it. weeks, buddy. It's only a couple weeks. It's kind of like Gabe played, when that El Cortez check just came in. It took him four weeks, but when it comes in, about it's this a I was, but I checked the mailbox, and that check was there, so thank God. All right. So you know what so I think? God, it's just in time for the finals. It's a gift. That's I'm just great. saying, buddy. It's great. At least expect it. Yeah, I know. I mean, we have this argument, Will Capper. Gabe's not a man of uh, of patient uh, needs. That'll settle it out, everybody. A long, a long book. Everybody needs to chill out for a second here. Settle down. Uh, I just want to stress, I played Kawhi Leonard plus 245 be the MVP. Because if the Raptors win, the Raptors win, Kawhi Leonard's going to be the MVP. And I also played a Toronto Raptors series ticket. So I've got both. I'm, I'm locked and loaded. We're ready to go. 
uh, locked and loaded with our futures. Then uh, we got a little uh, we got a little uh, invested into tonight's uh, basketball game. Now, I like it. I'll throw some I'll throw some numbers out at you guys, and there's dichotomies on both sides here. Um, last 22 NBA final game ones, home team, 19 and three straight up, which is a pretty uh, pretty strong number. 19 and three straight up, guys. Um, yet Toronto Raptors all time playoff series is. Uh, three and fifteen <laughs> game once. Yeah. Uh-oh. True. <laughs> Yikes. True. What about Can't Kawhi Leonard that. in game ones? What about Kawhi Leonard in game ones? Because this is his team now. This isn't your. This isn't your old Raptors. We're actually one and two. <laughs> yeah. There you go. We freaking That's lost game one to Orlando <laughs> with Kawhi Leonard, and we lost game one to yeah. Milwaukee with Kawhi Leonard. We beat Philadelphia though. Yeah. 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 Well. I think uh, here's here's kind of my breakdown of tonight's game. I'm with you. I'm riding Raptors game one. I think they set the tone. They get things off right. It's funny the way you laid it out. You make a good point. Like, they're not winning the series if they don't win this game. I agree with that point. Um, it's going to be extremely, extremely tough to dig them, themselves out of a 0-1 hole uh, and giving home court advantage to the Warriors. Um, so, I guess that makes us a de facto game seven for them, which is kind of crazy. Um, but, uh, yeah, I think that what about the layoff, um, there are a number of, what's that? What about the layoff? layoff. We're going to a break in a minute or so, yeah. but the, yeah. the Portland yeah. Trailblazer the, Golden State Warrior game, yeah. camp, that was like the Monday after I was at your house. That was a long time ago. It was like two weeks ago. It sure was. It feels yeah. like a month they've ago. Had, they've had nine, they've had nine days to sit around. Uh, and what we've seen in NBA in historical context is, you know, rested teams come out and they're not necessarily shooting the lights out. Uh, and the Warriors, a team that lives and dies by the three without Kevin Durant on the floor, uh, is a team that I would have a huge, I would have a very, very strong suspicion that uh, we don't see their best in the first half. And that's actually my favorite way to attack this game. I love Raptors first half on this one. Uh, it's a little bit uh, juicier than the uh, full game line, um, but I don't really think that matters much. I think the Raptors uh, get out to a nice little start here. You have an energized crowd. Home court advantage is always a little higher in the first half anyway. Uh, and, uh, yeah, this is that, uh, you know, the potential of some of these guys are going to be a little tight first ever finals, but, uh, this is sets up nicely with, uh, uh, hopefully we see a little rust on Curry and, and clay and their ability to, to shoot the three. Uh, hopefully we see a little rust on how they integrate boogie cousins. I'm not sure. I know exactly why they're throwing him back into the mix. I agree. In game one I here. Uh, I'm not sure how he fits with the current composition of this squad. I don't think that they necessarily have exactly the, the sets they want with him on the floor. So there's going to be a little bit of a learning curve to kind of reintegrate him, and he may not be in the greatest game shape anyway. So, you know, there, there's kind of a lot of things pointing towards the Raptors getting off to a good start in the series tonight. And I'm, I'm with you, Raptors game one. All right, we'll get out on the other side. If Sergi Baca starts, which sometimes he does, That would be three starters for the Raptors that have played in NBA Finals. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. 
All right, good stuff, gang. Gang's, uh, gang understands it's NBA Finals game one today. That's right. We're not playing. Yeah, we're not playing a regular season baseball game today, Yang. This is like you know, baseball is a couple of hits and stuff like that. It's the finals. This the is the finals leagues. right here, baby. This for me to yeah, it's time yeah, for me to yeah. step up and all that and settle down after yeah, I like step me, up. Coach, Coach Marenzi, <laughs> I have a real quick hook with players that like turn the ball over. You know what I mean? Like championship <laughs> games and stuff. I'm like, Yang, hit the bench, Van Fleet, you're in. <laughs> right, like right after I hit the biggest shot. Yeah, yeah, like, tonight I got my eye on you, Danny Green. Uh, but I actually think Danny Green's going to be a positive contributor. Uh, so I'm Gable Morenci in New York, Cavs in Toronto, Will Coppers in Los Angeles, uh, where he can uh, he can feel the heat from the dumpster fire of the L.A. Lakers. I just had a, I just had a Clipper fan try to enjoy the finals here. I just had a Clipper fan just tweet me and say, as long as Kawhi doesn't get hurt, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he's going to the Clippers. Like, shut up, man. Like, man, I hate people. Like, all right. I love it, though. Bring it, bring it on, everyone. Screw you all. We're in it. I was a jerk after we won last week. Now I'm just enjoying it. It's all good. Um, probably because I'm drinking Sprite instead of vodka today. Um, all right. So a couple of quick notes. A couple Game of quick day. notes uh, here. Game one. Home team, 19-3 straight up. Last 22 NBA Finals. Um, 12 of the last 15 NBA final games have been decided by double digits. Um, this is something, and you guys brought it up, and I like this as well. I, I sort of, I went all in here. We're having fun with this one tonight. I went in all in, though. Um, the under, 10 4 and ones to the under um, in the last 15. Uh, but it actually took uh, overtime last year to get there. So sure the enough, under, you know, without overtime, well, yeah, would have been 11 3 and 1. 14 7. Yeah, I remember I had no chance of getting there and it got there. 14 7 and 1 to the under last 22 years. But, you know, and I get it. Some people, I know some people aren't trend players. Some people like, would say, oh, what, what does it matter? It's not the players so much, guys. The pressure, the moment of the building, it doesn't change over the years. It's the NBA Finals, game one. Um, like teams have had days to clamp down on defense and look at the tape and and there's nerves. Teams have been off for a couple of days. It doesn't surprise me that it's played to the under as much as it has. And to me, it's all sort of correlated. Not that the Warriors can't win a lower scoring game because they're great defensively too. But to me, it's correlated to the Raptors slowing the Warriors down and playing this game in the low hundreds. Right, 106, 100. The Raptors win. That, sure. I think that's what they're sure. on their line's chart. Line's gone down. The line's gone down too, Gabe. To uh, two twelve and a half now. That's uh, yeah. Weird. I'm on. I'm on under two thirteen and a half, and I'm on under one oh nine first half as well, guys. Under one oh nine first half. Under two thirteen game, and a half. I think that's the look you want. I, I agree with that look. I, I don't. I like the first half under a lot more than I like the full game under. Uh, a couple of yeah. reasons. Um, but you you laid and you laid out a lot of good points. And actually, it's wild too. I don't know if you you probably know this too, but like game ones in the playoffs this year are twelve and one to the under. Like 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 that. I did not know that. You know that. <laughs> I did not that's, know that. Thir- twelve and one, thirteen. One. It's 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 wild, and um and and there's a good reason for it. Like you're seeing you 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 brought up a lot of good points, but even in addition to that, there's much more of a patience this year 
You know, these guys, everybody's got a little bit of experience on them. All these teams that, you know, that are, that had, you know, high hopes, they had a little bit of, yeah, right. Shot, shot selection is better. We'll, we'll we'll feel each other out a little bit more. There's there's no urgency. There's no kind of panicking in the second half and trying to you know mixing up your rotations on the fly and giving away some of your strategic adjustments that you're going to need later in the series. If things aren't going well, you know what? There's there's another game in, in three days. So it, it's it's not entirely surprising that there's sort of a general feel each other out nature to these first uh, games and I think that's lending a lot to these unders uh, and yeah you brought up another huge point that's been a long layoff for the Warriors uh, they're integrating Boogie Cousins both of those things to me point to the likelihood that you see a little bit unevenness a little bit less efficiency out of their offense in the first half this is the toughest defense they will have faced and it's not freaking close Right, like they, yeah. look at who they played to this point: Clippers, Rockets, and uh, and the Blazers. And none of those teams really presented anything in the way in the, in anywhere close to as physical defensive, um, you know, elite elite defenders off from one to five that the Raptors could can see throw the same at them. Thing about the Raptors too, yeah. And in the sense that, listen, the Raptors' path to get there was vicious. Yeah, to beat the Milwaukee Bucks, the it best was. regular season record in the NBA. Philadelphia, the three seed. Um, hell, uh, Orlando were a hot team coming in uh, to this. But would you guys agree uh, that between Orlando, Milwaukee, and Philadelphia, that Golden State is by far the best defensive team Toronto will also see? I'm going I'm yes. to go hard the other direction. I think with Durant out there, yes, they have a lot more flexibility defensively as a team overall. But, yeah, as currently constituted with a Boogie Cousins who's a little bit, uh, you know, a little bit out of out of game shape, I, I would go the other direction and say this is the weakest defensive team that they'll face in the playoffs to this point. Milwaukee is so much longer, uh, which really specifically impacted uh, Toronto, as we saw in early in that series. Uh, and... Um, yeah, Philadelphia has five. You know, they they had they had good call. Jimmy good, Butler's good a bitch of a defender. Matchup. You're right. Yeah. Um, you're you know, right. The, the you're Magic right. were yeah. The Magic down the home stretch were very good defensively, but they weren't. You know, they they maybe they're not up to the you know playoff pedigree that the Warriors are even as currently constituted. But so you know, so as I as I looked at the total, I kind of I was eyeing the Toronto team total over. Um, because this will be, you know, quite a bit easier than them. Definitely will be a huge step down defensively from Milwaukee. Uh, and just on that basis alone, they may have easier access to the rim. I, I'm not 100% sure what I would do if I'm Steve Kerr in terms of trying to protect the rim from some of the big guys that Toronto can can get in uh, and get in close, you know, against you. Um, and, uh, yeah, it, it may be relatively uh, relatively easy points come for the uh, for the Raptors that and you know if if they if if the game kind of plays out like I'm hoping and you have a Raptors kind of a the comfortable lead in the first half and the Warriors try it out there in the third quarter and they give it everything they've got in terms of trying to make a comeback by just barraging with threes and if that doesn't work then uh, you know all this goes up in smoke because you're just you know both teams will pack it in in the fourth quarter probably but uh, you know I think I think the the look here is is Toronto to to get the win and and the total probably comes in pretty close maybe under. Hey, Will Capper, uh, looking at the total in the first quarter, going over it. The first of all, Raptors favored by a half point, uh, money line a uh, buck fifteen. It's fifty-five, and then the game total now going down to two twelve and a half. It's kind of a, a little bit of a discrepancy. Fifty-five times four, two twenty. 
seven and a half. I know they, they factor in a lot of stuff, but uh, it's a little bit off, don't you think? Uh, 55, what do you think yeah. about that? Yeah, no, I don't think you've seen the same sharp, the sharp action that's that's shaping the full game total. I don't think has been entirely incorporated into the derivatives, uh, and that's something that you always want. You know, that's a good like lesson to just kind of generally look for uh, over the you know. And, and ever, granted, you know, like it's even more important in hockey, obviously, because team tendencies are you know much more important when you're just talking about one or two goals versus you know fifty three or fifty five points. Um, but uh, I would say. Um, almost certainly, um, you know, there's some value probably on that first quarter under, it'll probably get beaten into shape as the total settles, you know, as the dust settles and people kind of agree up to 12 and a half is where this should go off. And, you know, then you might see a little bit more, uh, more action come in on the first half under in the first quarter under, but it's, it's tough to really make a case that you're going to see, you know, an offensive explosion out of the gate here. Um, I, and again, you know, a lot of that kind of come down to, we don't really know what to expect pace wise from the Warriors. So, you know, the, the Warriors played a hell of a lot faster, uh, without Kevin Durant on the floor, uh, in the, in the small sample of games we've had with them. Um, but now, yeah, you're in a reintegrating boogie cousins. Is that, uh, does that slow things down? Does that slow the pace down? Do they try to get more deliberate screening action? You know, do they even go with kind of that offensive set you know these are all questions that uh, I think they'll have to answer themselves in the first quarter in the first half of that game which uh, which I do think lends itself to an under here there really is so many question marks fascinating ones if you're a basketball x and o junkie about how they're going to match up and who's going to match up uh, with who uh, yeah. we talk with Rick Barry later in the program well we already spoke to him this morning and uh, usually every Rick Barry interview, we find a way of upsetting him a little bit. And we got him going. Uh, okay. we, 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 we got him going. From an X's and O's standpoint, if I'm, if I'm Nick Nurse, if I'm Nick Nurse, my, my plan A is stop Steph Curry. And I'm going to stop him by yeah. being physical around the perimeter. Uh, in the NBA finals, they tend to have a little bit less intense of a whistle around the perimeter. You're going to get Oh, you're going to get you're going to get a heavy whistle in the lane and around the rim. You know, it's it's going to be uh, you know it's going to be fair game there. Um, but if you you know if you the the Cavs made you know gave you a blueprint, Toronto. They this is you know they they're it's right there for the taking. If you have physical guys yeah. at guard, if you can get Danny Green and Kawhi to switch and bump and and uh, you know get physical. Lowry too. Lowry's a physical guy. He's a little fire plug out there. If you get these guys bumping and disrupting Curry as he's trying to run around and create space for himself, you are absolutely going to disrupt his ability to shoot and score. And that is 100% plan A if I'm Nick Nurse. Uh, And, you know, it will be interesting to see how that's called. If it's not called in game one, if it's not called in game two, if you see Steve Kerr after these games, bellyache and that stuff should get more calls. Like these are all signs that I'm looking out for to try to get a gauge on, you know, what, what plan B becomes at some point, because if they do start calling it a little tighter around the perimeter and you don't want to put Steph Curry on the free throw line, that's for damn sure. But, you know, if, if, uh, but you, you can, you can be physical with him uh, and get away with it around the perimeter early in the series. If you're Toronto, and I think they absolutely should try to do that. All right. We'll take a quick break and uh, we'll come back. We'll get uh, Will Capper's final prediction and uh, we'll let him right off into the beautiful California sunset, one of only three states in the Union that are pulling for the Golden State uh, Warriors, and uh, they're all upset about it in San Francisco (laughs) that America is deciding to uh, support Canada over them. You're You're the Patriots now. Deal with it. 
Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Well, yesterday we were talking about uh, Toronto Raptor fans hanging outside the hotel where the Warriors were. And uh, I said, ah, they just want selfies and autographs and stuff like that. They're really not going to stand out there all night and harass the. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I was wrong. I was wrong. Uh, Raptor fans set off a bunch of fireworks at 3 in the morning outside the Warriors hotel last night. <laughs> nice. Like that's going to bother an NBA player. <laughs> Guy's in the middle of banging an Instagram model. <laughs> I bet you if you ask, like, the Marcus Cousins, what do you think of the fireworks last night at 3 a.m.? What? 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 Who? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I'm sure I read it through. The, I'm sure Steph Curry's shaking. Uh, maybe Steph Curry's in Markham, though. <laughs> staying in a house or something like that. Like, <laughs> I, yeah, I like what Steph Curry he's... said. Yeah. Curry said, uh, yeah, my wife. And my wife's from Markham right down the street. It's like, bro, Markham's right, not right down the street. No, <laughs> 40 minutes away. Thanks. Yeah, yeah. it's like, <laughs> screw you, Curry. <laughs> yeah, he's playing right. He's playing like uh, the, 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 the sympathy card, too. He's like, you know, giving pub. Hey, when I lived in Toronto and Dell was my dad, you know, I went here and here and here and like try. It's, it's interesting. Uh, you know, his presser gave trying to get the sympathy hey, he's from the Raptor us. fan. You know, I went here. Yeah, he is he's playing, playing us. Don't listen. No, no, Don't I, lo- listen. I love you, Steph. You're a good guy. But I saw him the other day. The, you know, he's like, uh, what you, what's the reaction going to be like? He's like, well, I hope the reaction's good. I mean, he goes, uh, you know, <laughs> half my family lives here still, and my wife's from here. And he goes, I love it here. I come here all the time. And and same thing. I'm like, what do you think? We're going to applaud you because you're banging a chick from Toronto? <laughs> As if. <laughs> he doesn't see there's borders. Some, there's some analysis for you, right? <laughs> well, you're banging a chick from Toronto? Yep. You think it's yeah, good for you. Um, yeah, I got a ticket right here. Under 31 and a half, Steph Curry. Welcome home, bitch. Under 31 and a half. <laughs> bitch. <laughs> I, I, hey, that I love that look. I, I love that look. I honestly like it's that is that if, if the, um, if that's not plan A for the Raptors to, to shut him down from a scoring standpoint by getting physical with him on the perimeter, then they got to go back to the drawing board because that, that is that 100% should be their, their entire focus. Make someone else be you. Can't be Curry. Okay, so what's uh, – last thing I'll say, Will Capper, and I'll give you the floor and we'll get you out of here. Uh, we know you're busy, so um... – one thing that we talk about about the defense, that this is going to be the toughest test the Warriors have faced by far for sure in the playoffs so far. And, you know, against Golden against uh, Golden State and Portland that series, three of the games, Portland were up by 17 or more points. Yep. Um, you know, they, so they were up, and they were just playing small ball. And if you remember, Myers freaking Leonard lit them up. Um, even the, the pesky kid, the young kid out of Gonzaga, what's his name, Zach Collins, even oh, yeah. he had a couple of decent games. And, you know, he was getting rebounds. You know, Minu in the paint at times. Golden State, don't. I know they have Boogie Cousins back right now, but who knows what he's going to bring to the table. 
He's not going to be in the same game shape. And they really don't have anybody inside. I know Looney's better than people give him credit for, but the thing is, I'm with you. You take away the perimeter, and we did this against Milwaukee. Nurse is a smart guy, man. We did it against Milwaukee. We took away their threes, and we made them take it into the paint, and they couldn't do it. You saw the Greek freak got panicked, turned it over, threw it away. And I know Golden State's not going to panic, but take away the perimeter, make them play a half-court in the paint game, make Kevin freaking Looney beat us. I know it's easier said than done, but I'm just stating this. And Will Capper, how are the Warriors going to match up in, in the inside with a Gasol, with an Ibaka, and uh, uh, with, with a Kawhi Leonard and the physicality that the Raptors will have in the paint? The Raptors have a distinct advantage in the paint in a half-court setting. Very much so. Very much so. I, I mean, they, they're going to the, – the only – uh, the only way that they will be able to attack them, and this is, I think this is rational and reasonable, they run very complex offensive sets. They do a lot of off-ball movement, uh, and it should open up opportunities for good passing lanes. And if they, if they can basically outwile them, uh, you know, and, but it's going to take up the entire, it's going to take up the entirety of the shot clock to get those guys open in the paint to, you know, get the backdoor cuts, backdoor screens, and, you know, and get guys uh, who can, who can make, uh, you know, you know, easy layups and, and get to the rim. Uh, and you know, it's, you kind of don't really, I, I think if you're the Raptors, you don't sweat that too badly. Um, you know, if, if it's taken golden state 20 seconds to get, a, a you know, to get the ball moved around and to get it to a guy to get a two point play, I think you take that. I, I really don't think you're, you're especially worried because, because you're going to be able to get it on the other end, right? You're, you're going to be able to fill it up this series. I think after kind of the rust has gone on this game, one, I think we're talking about overs uh, for a couple of games here, uh, and um, you know, if, if I'm if I'm in Toronto, I'm more concerned about uh, you know how do I stop them around the perimeter? Who do I, you know? Who am I? Am I sagging off Draymond Green? Am I daring him to shoot the three? Am I am I basically going to live or die by him proving that he actually is an off- effective offensive player? Like that that that's to me, I think where I'm willing to get beat if i'm the raptors um and you know if it if it takes them uh, you know the the duration of the shot clock to get near the rim via back door or something along those lines i think you know it's in the, in the half court sets i think you take that because you know you can get the steals you know you can you can get the offensive fouls you know you'll 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 have opportunities there to, to get turnovers out of them uh if if that's the way they have to play all right well capper so What's your prediction for the 2019 NBA Finals? It's, a, it's this is going to be a good one. This is going to be a very very good series. I am going to advocate strongly to back Toronto in a lot of these games. I think you are going to get a couple of free points uh, just on the basis of people thinking you know the the Warriors are the better. Just the just the the anchoring and the priors that people are coming into this series based on the series price makes me believe that you're going to have free points on Toronto in a lot of these games. I think Toronto wins tonight. I think we're talking about them heading into game two, which is going to be much, much tighter. And you're going to, depending on who the refs are, you could see that one come down to who's got the ball last kind of a situation. Uh, And I actually expect that you'll probably see a split here uh, where they head back to the West coast tied one, one. 
in games three and four, I'm concerned about the Raptors being able to score and keep up with the Warriors in Oracle. Uh, it's not a great situation for them. They have a tendency of going cold and having offensive lapses. And if the Warriors are cooking, if they're hot, if they're making, you know, if, if, if Draymond is making his threes from the top of the key and Iggy's making threes and Jarebko's making threes, you know, if, if their role players are, are contributing offensively and, and you go cold for any stretch of those games, then you're in trouble. And so I suspect that we're going to see game five come back and the Warriors are going to be up 3-1. At that point, game five, in my opinion, is a de facto game seven. Whoever wins that game wins the series. Because Toronto, uh, the longer this series goes, the more this boils down to who is the best player on the floor, the more it tilts in favor of Kawhi Leonard and the Toronto Raptors. I think if they get through five, I think they're going to be a beautiful spot to back in game six. Uh, and then game seven, all bets are off. Toronto with home court, I give them a slight advantage. I think Toronto wins this series in seven, uh, but uh, it all kind of comes down to whether they can fade off elimination in game five, in my opinion. Very in-depth. Very yeah. in-depth from a whale capper. I don't <laughs> like it. I like the way I like the way it ends, but I don't like being down three one. Yeah. Uh, How about they win the first two games, Gabe? Make it easier on ourselves. Gird your loins. Gird your loins. <laughs> I, it, my my approach for for betting this, I don't have any series action right now. Uh, I'm I'm yeah, uh, I'm heavy on I'm heavy on Raptors in game one. I'm expecting to see the Warriors series price reopen after a game one loss in the minus 165 ballpark. Uh, at that point, I'll take a little bit of Warriors at minus 165, uh, expecting them to win two, three, four. Uh, and then uh, then I got the flexibility to just go ham on the Raptors in game five and six, hit them on the point spread as hard as I possibly can. Uh, and then uh, if it's a game seven, in Toronto, then I'm back in the Raptors all the way because that's best team wins. And having a having a, a low low vig, uh, having a low vig Raptors, I mean a Warriors ticket in my pocket is going to be pretty important for all that. So I really need the Raptors to win tonight to pull this off. Let's get it. Let let's uh, let's get it. Um, whale Capper, you can follow him on Twitter at uh, Whale underscore Capper. Uh, listen to his podcast audio boom. Uh, as well, and uh, Will Capper's uh, great NFL capper, NFL football around the corner. Teams are going through some uh, little mini uh, pre-camps uh, right now as we speak. Uh, Will Capper, it's always a pleasure. Thank you very much for taking the time to be with us. Uh, enjoy the NBA Finals. Absolutely. Best luck to you guys. Best luck to the Raptors and the Raptors fans. This should be a tremendous series. I absolutely can't wait. 9 o'clock Eastern, 6 o'clock Pacific this evening. Thanks, Capper. Have a good one, buddy. All right, take care, guys. Well, Capper, great, uh, great guy. Thank you. Great uh, insight and analysis. We have uh, Rick Barry a little bit later on. If you missed our conversation with the Hall of Famer earlier this morning, and uh, me and Cam will get into all the picks, the props, the numbers, and um, and uh, and everything else uh, in between. But I really do think, you know, listen. If the Raptors lose tonight, the series isn't over. But I agree. It becomes good, increasingly though. difficult. And if, if they really want, if they're really going to do this thing, look, they have some momentum now. They've won four straight games. Uh, they're eight and two straight up on their home court this year in the playoffs. Uh, seven and three against the spread at home, I might add, the Raptors, too, in the playoffs. So they've got some momentum. Golden State have been off, man, for what, like 11 days now? Yep. Uh, nine days, 10 days? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. I think it's 10 days. Um, 
10 days. They've been up 10 days. And they don't have Kevin Durant right now, Kev. Like, this is it. Like, this is, it's tailor-made. It's in Toronto. You, we have home court. We're hot. They don't have Kevin Durant. They're bringing Boogie Cousins back almost. You know, Steve Kerr knows think, he's going to screw this up. And it's almost like they're sacrificing the game almost by saying, you know what? If we lose tonight, whatever. We have, we'll get Boogie back in this. Exactly. And why are they putting Boogie back in so much? Because they freaking know they're going to get murdered inside. They're like, we have to get Boogie back. Otherwise, they're just going to dump it into Gasol and Ibaka and Kawhi Leonard's going to cruise inside in the paint. Draymond Green's their only big guy, and Draymond's like 6'7". Draymond plays bigger than he is. You know what I mean? Like, they're not a big team, the Warriors. Kevin Looney's their only big guy. I tell oh, you. Who's the other stiff? The Australian stiff there that came back. What, oh, uh, oh, yeah, Drebko's yeah, not uh, bad. Yeah, Bogut can, Drebko okay. can hit a shot cam, but he's not good at Bogut's, the paint. Bogut's older Bogut's like me not. and you out there. He's got arthritis. Yeah, I'll tell you something, man. You're never going to be in a situation where you're going to smash the Raptors and the line's up from one to one and a half. These guys aren't stupid. They know what's going on. Gabe and I, I'm just, the only thing I'm worried about is the, the Golden State pedigree and them being there and to be getting expected. Like, I worry about them that Toronto not getting because they're the newbies there. But thank God Kawhi Leonard's on the team because he gets some calls and respectability as one of the best players in the association. That's what I'm worried about, Golden State, and been there, done that type of thing. You know what I mean? Uh, but like I think have, tonight, like, you know what? Yeah. Kawhi Leonard, an NBA Finals MVP. Yeah, I know. Danny Green. That's why I'm going to smash it. This is the third NBA Finals that Danny Green has played in. Sergi Baca, second NBA Finals he's played in. Mm-hmm. So I get it. Yeah, there's the pedigree. There definitely is. But Kawhi Leonard's not intimidated by anyone's pedigree on not, Golden no, State. No. That you guy's know? cool as a cucumber. No, and I, I know I'm just saying this is the game. I think you really let it out. And I think they're playing Boogie Cousins just to get him acclimated. Who the hell knows what's happening with Kevin Durant? Your, your buddy, the doctor, said he could be a lot sicker. You know what I mean? They're going to need all the help they can get. He needs to get back to game action. Because he's going to be vital at some point. And why don't you do like one of your little voodoo things and wish bad luck on them like you do? Because it's got to happen naturally. I'll do it a little bit later. Closer to tip yeah, like, We need something bad to happen, Gabe, to the Warriors. <laughs> we need something bad to happen to the Warriors. True. Very true. <laughs> They're already out with the rat. We're not wishing any threat. No, no, no. no. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Level one winding out. Our NBA finals preview uh, continues. We're doing the best that we can, uh, getting you as uh, many uh, different opinions uh, on. Um, you know, it hasn't just been Raptor centric. Uh, we've had, uh, yep, uh, it's been pretty Raptor centric. But we've had we've had a, a wide mix of handicappers, play-by-play uh, guests, and uh, you know, Rick Barry's going to be on Golden State War. I can't you know do much more than that uh, yep. than uh, than Rick Barry. So we'll get uh, Rick Barry's uh, take uh, on this. We'll get into the uh, into the refereeing assignment 
on the other side. We just got a little mini bridge segment uh, here. But, you know, I was talking about this earlier in the week with Ranieri. I don't know how much you do it, Cam. I don't do it enough, actually, and I should. Shame on me uh, when it comes to baseball and knowing the umpires and their tendencies. Like, I used to know, like, you know, when I hosted the Expos postgame show, I really knew every up well. But yeah. even then, I sort of just knew, like, yeah, this guy's a jerk, and this guy screws this team. And, like, you know what I mean? But I never really looked into, like, oh, yeah, this guy this guy has way more overs because, you know, he's got a lower strike zone. He doesn't call strikes. Or this guy, this guy gives everybody strikes. So there is, like, people do cap Major League Baseball umpires a bit. I don't do it enough, and I should do it more. But when it comes to, you know, when it comes to um, – the thing with, with that is, like, they're changing every day. So it's not the same thing, right? Like, exactly. guy's only behind the plate every four days. So, um, but with the NBA, and I was talking about this, Cam, there's no sport, dude, where the officials play more true to form than NBA referees. They're like villains in movies. Like, they are who they are. You know what I mean? Like, Mark Davis, good ref, but, hey, he'll put, he'll put himself in the middle of the game and start mouthing off yep. the players and stuff like that. We saw the other night, he got into an argument. <laughs> he got into an argument with uh, with the Greek freak at the free throw line. Um, James Capers, and he's doing the game tonight. And uh, we won with Capers the other night. Uh, Capers. Capers. Yeah, Capers doesn't play favorites. I like it. I like that. Capers doesn't yeah, play favorites. Yeah, like he's, he's more like, nah, nah, I don't care who you are. Like I, I vividly remember... Good job, Capers, last week. He screwed us earlier in the game, but then he turned it. Like, uh, they're village. And we'll break down the referee numbers. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Everybody, Cam Stewart here with your fantasy sports news update. Let's head to the live action. Yang on the baseball diamond. St. Louis Cardinals beating the Phillies 5-3. Jerko, Carpenter, Osuna, Weeders all going deep for the Redbirds. Dakota Hudson, six strong, four hits, four Ks. Eikhoff takes the loss for Philly. And Jordan Hicks, save number 11 for St. Louis. San Fran and Milwaukee Giants snapping a seven-game skid with the 3-1 win. That's the final. Will Smith. Yeah, wow, 13 saves for uh, for the Giants there. This guy's uh, money in the bank. When they do get a win, he's uh, he delivers. Arizona, Colorado, six runs in the first inning. Runs galore at Coors. Colorado leading Arizona now 8-5. to five. We are in the bottom of the fifth inning there. This breaking news just coming in a second ago. Mike D'Antoni ends his contract extension, talks with the Houston Rockets. More to come on this story as we know more. The Warriors getting a piece of their uh, pie back for the NBA Finals, tipping off in less than four hours. DeMarcus Cousins active for Golden State in Game 1 tonight against the Raptors. Warriors coach Steve Kerr announcing this today. Boogie Cousins hasn't played since April 15th due to a left quad tear. How many minutes he'll play, that remains to be seen. Kerr says they have a plan for his workload, but he wasn't going to share it. Going into tonight, Cousins has only played one full postseason contest in his career. Game 1 of the Warriors' first-round series against the Clippers. 
Uh, game one finally here. We've been waiting, it seems like, forever, tipping off just after 9 o'clock from Scotiabank Arena in Toronto. Raptors minus 1.5 is the line right now. Money line, Toronto minus 120 total, 212.5. It's gone down. Raptors 0.5, half a point favorites in the first quarter right there, and the total 55. Toronto minus 1, minus 120. Money line, total 109 for the first half. Series price, Golden State minus 300. Raptors plus 240. Yeah, it's been absolutely nuts. Madness. They were lining up at Jurassic Park 6.30 in the morning, and the doors opened at 3 o'clock in the afternoon. It is absolutely packed. Two games. Uh, let's talk. take a look at the rest of the MLB board tonight. 7.05 Eastern. Good one. We got Boston and the Yankees. Red Sox minus 150. Favorites 8.5. Sale versus half. Then Milwaukee is laying 130 at Pittsburgh. Total 9. We have Anderson taking on Musgrove. 7-10 action, Minnesota at Tampa Bay. The Rays laying 45 cents over under 8. Perez versus Morton at 8.05. KC and Texas, the Rangers minus 155. Total 10, Junis and who do we got going here? We got Junis and Minor. Yeah, Minor Leagues, 8-10. Cleveland laying 95 cents at the White Sox over under 8.5. Carrasco versus Ben Olis. And then at 10-10, we got the Mets minus 280 at the Dodgers, 8.5. Vargas versus Ryu. And later on, the Angels and Seattle to wrap up the SCAD. Mariners minus 115, total nine, Pena versus Kikuchi. The Chicago Cubs have signed veteran outfielder Carlos Gonzalez to a minor league deal. He was recently released by the Cleveland Indians. NHL news, Blues forward Oscar Sundquist meeting with the NHL after a boarding call on Bruins defenseman Matt Grizzlick in game two. Sundquist received a two-minute minor on the play. Grizzlick was injured on the play. He had to leave the game and did not return to action for the Bruins. Blues winning in overtime. So game three, Saturday in St. Louis. Blues a small favorite, 120. Total five in this one. Series tied at one. Updated series price, Boston now only 30-cent favorites. Blues plus 120. Golf, oops. Ryan Moore, great stellar first round today. He leads at minus seven. Jordan Spieth, just one shot off the pace. Tiger Woods, he's in the clubhouse at two under. Rory McIlroy in the clubhouse, three over. U.S. Women's Golf, uh, Mamiko Higa leads at six under par. They're playing in South Carolina. Cleveland Browns new coach Freddie Kitchen says Odell Beckham Jr. has missed a lot of stuff by skipping the OTAs with the team. Beckham acquired in that blockbuster deal with the Giants in March. Has only participated in one of the team's nine practices since OTAs began. They end tomorrow. Jacksonville Jaguars quarterback Nick Foles and his wife Tori announced they had a horrible loss. Tori, 15 weeks pregnant with the couple's second child, suffered a miscarriage. The Jags granted Foles a leave of absence, but he has returned to the team in OTAs today. Still with the Jags, they're expected to sign former uh, Ohio State quarterback and wide receiver Terrell Pryor. Uh, French Open news, Serena Williams off to the third round. Top seed Naomi Osaka, also a straight set winner. Men's side, Novak Djokovic cruising in 90 minutes. He's through. CFL exhibition final, Argos hammering the Alouettes 45-20 the final. Brandon Bridge. Two touchdown passes for the double blue. International soccer friendly. Turkey beating Greece 2-1. to one. I'm Cam Stewart. Stay tuned. Gabe Morenci hosts Hour 2 of Red Heat and Rage Radio. We're going to talk NBA refs, go over the betting lines, first quarter, first half, and all the best props. Stay tuned, guys. We got you covered this Hour 2 Red Heat and Rage Radio coming up next. All you have to decide is what to do with the time that is given to you. Game time decisions. All right, level two, game time decisions, Ready Trade Radio, Madison Sports Radio Network. I'm Gable Moretzky. 
Golden Down Countdown to the NBA Finals um, is on. We're now, uh, what, uh, four hours uh, from tip. Uh, four hours uh, from uh, tip-off. I asked people earlier in the day, uh, this morning on Twitter, I said, uh, where are you from and uh, who are you cheering for in the NBA Finals? We've got quite a few responses uh, here. Um, a lot of bad language, I might add. Uh, Liberty uh, Finder says, I'm in Texas and uh, F-U-K the Warriors. <laughs> uh, yes. Jet yes. says, you know where I'm from, Marenzi. I'm taking the raps. Uh, same thing. Uh, F-Dub Nation. Uh, Jets in Los Angeles. Uh, Boyd Burton, British Columbia. I'm cheering for the uh, Warriors. Well, screw you, Boyd Burton. Uh, Gary Hart. Uh, good name, Gary Hart. Good name. Good handles. Of course, Gary. Good, good job, Gary Hart. He just responds with hashtag We the North. That's nice. Say where you are. Oh, yeah. Sorry, you asked. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, okay. We the North still strong. He's strong. No, it doesn't answer the question. Um, Bill Chappie says Toronto and uh, hashtag We the North. Crash in LA says pulling for the Raptors. Cam Loops, Raptors. Chicago, We the North. Montreal, We the North. Halifax, We the North. Fort McMurray, We the North. Uh, Ottawa, go Raptors, go. Brantford, Raptor fans since day one. Screw the Maple Leafs. Uh, uh, Parker in Minnesota, Golden State. Uh, Rave Hollywood, New Jersey, We the North. Chilliwack, BC, We the North. Um, Edmonton, We the North. Vancouver, We the North. San Diego, Dub Nation. Toronto, Uh-oh. We the North. Western Pennsylvania, Go Raptors. Cambridge, Ontario, Go Raptors. St. Thomas, Go uh, Raptors. Uh, old School, Mississauga. This is for Zan Tabak and Oliver Miller. Let's go, Dinos. <laughs> <laughs> that's great that's Dan great the back. Uh, Sparta Ontario Raptors East uh, Vancouver Raptors Stony Creek Ontario Raptors Vancouver Raptors Thunder Bay Raptors Bruce Chad go Warriors he says yeah he loves to screw the tired of being wrong. hey Bruce I'm tired of being wrong KFC order we didn't like your KFC order Eddie I'm still mad about that Bad picks. Our boy, Jeff Jankovic, NFL agent. Um, we'll get some of his players yeah. on with football coming up. Our boy, Jeff Jankovic, NFL agent. I'm in Washington, D.C., but I'm pulling for the Raptors because Kawhi Leonard is impossible not to respect. And number two, I want to see Leafs management swallow this pill. Um, our boy, yeah. Bolt, uh, Vancouver, uh, throwing it down. He's actually going to Golden State. Our boy, Darsh, is going to Golden State. Darsh, yeah. man. I love you, Darsh, but I'm surprised you haven't broken your ankle like 12 times, jumping on and off a wagon. He's all decked out in warrior gear now, Darsh. Yeah, yeah. This is a guy who likes the Patriots and Seahawks. Can you really take it seriously? <laughs> From- 
From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. All right, let's roll. Double two. The kid, you, McBerry, will join us in about uh, half an hour's time. Uh, the uh, NBA Finals aren't the only finals uh, going on uh, right now. And, of course, the uh, Stanley Cup Finals uh, continue. Yeah. And St. Louis yeah. Blue uh, last night. And in a game that probably deserves more love and more attention, actually. I agree. It's totally getting sort of like the aftermath, sort of getting buried a little bit with the NBA Finals today, you know? Uh, hell of a hockey game. Very entertaining, hard-hitting, old-school. Old, it was an old, old-fashioned old hockey game. It was really, really good. Entertaining game. And I tell you, the St. Louis Blues, they laid, man, they laid their hearts on the line last night, Cam. Like, they played as well as they could possibly play, and they just couldn't freaking score. And it would have been, like, game-set match, man, if Boston won that. Like, I know St. Louis are resilient stuff, but it'd be hard to overcome it. But I talked about it yesterday, dude, and I compared it to like a three-point shooter. You're hot, then you're not. You know, and, and the best of them. Steph Curry was like three for thirty or something earlier in the playoffs this year. He couldn't hit for like two, three games. Yep. Um, Fred Van Fleet was three for twenty-four. Then he's fourteen of seven, fourteen of the last seventeen. It changes. We kept, I kept talking about Tuka Rask. It's freaking impossible to finish the playoffs, Cam, with a 9.568 percentage. It just is. And last night I noticed early there was like a there was like a near icing, and you know normally a goalie would just sort of casually whatever. Like he went down on his knee and he sort of tried to catch it, but he didn't. And it was just a little thing. I was like, oh yeah, 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 I see. oh yeah, here we go. And there were a couple of times he got lucky with that post. He was out of position. Oh, he got saved two, by a defenseman in the crease. Two huge. I was posts, like, you know what? Posts. He's yeah. He's 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 getting lucky. Like now, like he's it's almost like a gambler. You know, you're on a heater at a table, Cam. Tukaras has been It'll sitting land. at a blackjack table for two months. Yeah, the dealer from Somalia. They're bringing in the chick from Somalia to beat your ass down, man. You know what I'm saying? It used yeah. to be the Asians. You know it, Cam. Now it's the Somalians nice. that take money in Vegas. <laughs> yeah, I know. Nobody wins with the Somalian lady dealers. I only did once at the Sahara, and then they blew, then they blew up the place, Gabe. But I got a couple things about that hockey game last night. For one, the hit by Sunquist on Grizzlick, and Don Cherry said a lot of crazy stuff recently, but he couldn't be more bang on. The player on the Bruins ducked and turned. What do you want the guy to do? He's finishing his check, yeah. so his head went into the boards twice. They teach you the first year of body contact, lean in. When you're on the boards, lean in. The guy will bounce off. The guy in the Bruins tried to make a cut, head down. And said, Sunquist has never had a, a major uh, penalty from the league before. He's one of the cleanest players when he played for Pittsburgh. This is bullshit. And I'll tell you, he better not get suspended. And I don't care what the Boston players say. Do better. It's your fault as a defenseman. You know the game, Gabe, from hockey the same way in front of the net or whatever. You have to protect yourself a lot of the time. And that guy, that was amateur night. Sunquist was finishing a check. He did the job. To your other point, 
Duke Rask has been lucky. Gunnarsson hit the crossbar. It was so loud before. Then he scores the winner. Another former Leaf, mind you, doing well for another team. It's unbelievable. But St. Louis, I think, has got their mojo back. And they really busted. Like, yeah, yeah, when, so, when, when they were up to, uh, two, to, two to one uh, in that game and then St. Louis scored that goal, I'm like, oh, man, it was great because Marshawn went the wrong way and they tied it up. I go, this is the night they're not going to piss it away. So big win for the Blues. The, the book's still like Boston. Uh, St. Louis is only a 20-cent favorite in game three, but I'll tell you, man, they're, this is going to be kind of like the Raptors-Warriors. It could go the distance, seven games, man. It's going to be awesome. Yeah, I see a lot of uh, a lot of similarities between between the Raptor run and the Blues. Just as, you know, the Blues have been around longer, long-suffering fans, you know, haven't won a championship, although, the you know, the St. Louis Cardinals have won championships, but... You know, Blues fans, they haven't won a championship, playing against a city that always freaking wins. Don't forget, too, uh, the Boston Red Sox beat the Cardinals twice in the World Series. In, like, yep. recent, like, one of the series. They, they beat Boston. It's been Boston-St. Louis. Um, um, so, you know, you had Boston uh, beat St. Louis uh, in the Super Bowl years ago. People don't think about it, but, like, St. Louis is getting tired of losing to Boston. <laughs> it thinks. For sure so, they are. And sort of like Toronto was sick of losing to Boston, but screw them. The Celtics aren't playing. Um, now it's all all about the uh, the Golden State uh, Warriors. So, Do you not agree with me about- on that hit, though? I'm not just talking about because I got money on the Blues. That defenseman, like, I, I can't believe Buddy. Yeah, Buddy got a two-minute penalty on the play. I would Boarding? That was, a, that was the defenseman. You got to pay attention when a guy's coming at you like that, Gabe. Like, he walked right into the glass there. Like, guy was just finishing a check. It wasn't a dirty play. Uh, he ducked. And if you notice, too, his skate got jammed also. Yeah, yeah. A lot so of things happened. Skates, yeah, yep. skate sort of got jammed. He was in an awkward spot. No, I, I called it out on Twitter immediately after it happened. I said, it's not a penalty. Like, just because the guy got hurt doesn't mean it's a penalty. It's his own fault he exactly. got hurt. It's not. It was just awkward. There wasn't malicious intent. And there was another hit after, and it wasn't boarding. But it was a nice body check by the Bruins. And I'm like, what's the difference? Buddy yeah. on the Blues is like a foot away from the boards. Is that exactly. boarding? It, no, it's not boarding. But, like, really? You know, but it's it's the type of thing, though, Ken, that we talk about it. Like, the Bruin players, that's the thing with the Bruins that's annoying about them. These guys act like dickheads all the time and do these things. And they have the biggest <laughs> dickhead in the league on their team. But then after they play victim, you know what I mean? Oh, oh, that's a cheap shot. And, oh, like, oh. Oh, Kadri, your Kadri's out of control, and like, shut up, man! Like, you guys are the biggest low lives in the league. We all know it. You guys slew for people. You, uh, there was a play earlier in the game, Cam. It was, uh, I think it was the kid Coyle. Whatever, it's hockey. It is what it is. But he purposely, there was no penalty on it. But sort of like, remember what they did to uh, to Marlowe? He did that deliberately. Yeah, like he knew yeah. where the post of the boards was, Cam, and he waited. He knew, yeah, I, yeah, and he's yeah, like, exactly. "I'm going to try to decapitate him at the under the post." He knew what he was doing, and then they cry, "Oh, what happened? What happened?" It was the same thing last night. There was a there was a hit. I don't want to say it was Coil for sure, but I think it was. He hit the dude, and Buddy's face went right into the glass. He yeah, did it deliberately. Lose don't bitch. Like he, like these guys know how to hit someone and where they're going to go and stuff, right? like a UFC fighter. Like, they've thrown enough checks to know. He's like, yeah, I'm going to come in and sort of lift it up, and he's going to go face first into the glass here. It's a cheap shot. 
it's it's fine. But then when when a player on the Bruins gets his set of shoulders separated, boo freaking who? Then it's all like all oh, like we're the little yep. mighty ducks yep. in for a Disney movie or something. Like, <laughs> like you said, get bent, duck it, man. You're the Boston <laughs> Bruins, deal with it. And it's funny because the Bruins always yep. try to bully everybody, and the Blues beat the shit out of them last night on the ice. That's, that's what I'm talking about. I told you, Gabe, about I use the anaconda like reference as you you know what I mean. Like he, he gets you, he'll bite you, then he'll squeeze you to death. The Blues are starting now. It's one of those things. The animal's been wounded a bit, and as, as the longer it goes, squeeze, squeeze, squeeze. Boston double uh, Blues doubled the hits. They murdered them. They even had some other guys get hit. That's the problem. The Leafs could play a fast game with Boston, and I'll give Boston credit. They can play tough in either way, but the Blues, that's a team you don't want to get into a street fight with. They have guys that are really, really, really hard on the forecheck. So I think we can get it done still, Marenzi, I believe, and uh, go Blues. Future's alive. Um, people are just blowing everything up. Twitter, you know, NBA stuff gets crazy. Um, I got a lot of anti-Raptor stuff coming into me now. Uh, sure. Austin Matthews just tweeted out, uh, we the North, let's go Raptors. Yeah. And uh, somebody's tweeting him, you're from the Bay Area, kid. What the F? He's from Arizona. He's not from the Bay Area. He's from Arizona, exactly. Yeah. yeah he's from he's from Phoenix. He's from, like, Scott's I'd like to give him a message. Play, Do better in the playoffs. <laughs> Maybe... We'll go hang out with Kawhi Leonard. Maybe you'd be playing right now, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, I was going to say, I was going to say, um, Florida, we all know Florida is like a batshit crazy place. So uh, here's the story Woman arrested for spanking uh, her stepson with a belt for breaking curfew. Uh, so, yeah, we'll finish this story on the other side. Yeah, well, man, that's nothing, man. My mom spanked me and almost de- yeah. almost killed me, man. Almost died once. Hey, I'm with you, Yang. My mom split a wooden spoon get- on my ass. Things were different back then. My, mom, my mama hits you so hard, you can't even cry. You're just silent, like, with yeah. your mouth open. Yeah, yeah. Like. Welts. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. All right, so as I was saying, a woman has been arrested and spanked her uh, stepson for a belt for breaking curfew. Uh, and it affidavited, affidavit uh, Valerie Lee Branch Galloway. That's a lot of names. A lot of <laughs> How many times has this chick been married? <laughs> Valerie Lee Branch Galloway. Uh, 42 years old. Um, her son wasn't home. Uh, and it was, after, uh, it was after midnight. Kid's supposed to be home at midnight. Um, so, uh, he got home and she, uh, hit him 11 times in the buttocks, uh, with a belt. Uh, she then, uh, said that he had 19 more blows coming. She then admitted to hitting her stepson 30 times, uh, with a belt. But, uh, the stepson never denied he ever told her to stop. Now, this is where things get, uh, Florida-ish. 
Their stepson is 26 years old. Pretty old for getting a belt. What, you think? Yeah, just a little bit. Okay, yeah, I think. Yeah, I think at that age, my mom hit, hit me with a belt. I, I'll probably look at her and laugh, dude. Like, my mom uh, did that the other day. She tried to hit me on the arm. I, like, looked at her like, really, mom? <laughs> I think you guys are a little, uh, you're, you're missing the point here. Like, uh, there's something else going on here. guys. Like, this isn't a normal. There's a lot going on. No, I agree. Yeah, it's not a normal, like, you're, like, a little old. Like, you had 27, 26-year-old stepson. How can it be curfew for a 26-year-old? That's another and who, thing. Like, and who spanks, like, come on, guys. Like, I mean, do I need to spell this out for you? Um, simmer down, Marenzi. Simmer down. You need to simmer down. <laughs> <laughs> they are. That's a, lot of, that's a lot of hits with a belt. But Gabe, in our day, we used to get hit with rulers, belts, all sorts of stuff. We were a lot younger. Yeah, but Correct. you weren't 26. I know. I wasn't 26. I was not 26 years old and having a curfew. Hey, maybe he's got free rent, though. That's another thing. Does oh. she rule the roost? Right? No. So he's as, living there as, for free uh, there. He gave her, she gave him a choice of how he could be punished, and he chose to be hit in the buttocks. Okay, then. Case closed. Um, yeah, there's there's some weird uh, some weird stuff going on in this house camp. Like, uh, I figured, like, you watching options? a page. I figured you watch it up Dateline to like sort of get what's going on. Oh, I on do. Here, like. Oh, I know. Fl- Florida, all these things. I, I, what were the other options uh, other than uh, butt, butt belt? What were, what were his other choices? That's what I'd like to know. I, I don't know. Oh, not in the article? Bad journalism. Said he had options. I don't know what. Get tased on his ball sock? Like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That sounds, uh, yeah, that one's tough. Yeah, I'm sorry I brought it up, guys. Uh, I should. No, it's a good uh, story. Good story. I like it. Now, me and you, Yang's just going yeah, back I to know. memory lane, and, you know, I'm, I'm living in the past. What are you going to do? You're like, that's a little old to be getting spanked. Yeah, 26. I was like, geez, man, when was the last time you get spanked? Like 12, maybe? 13? Yeah, the point 13? is, if you're 26 and you're getting spanked by someone that's not your mother, it's probably voluntarily. You know what I'm saying? Excellent. Another excellent point. Yeah. Like, <laughs> curfew. Uh, no. All right. All right. Wow. Like I said, let's just let's just good, uh, we'll good story. Good back. story. I tried. Right. I tried to break it up from the NBA a little bit oh. for a second. You no, know? oh, it was good. It was good. Yeah. I know. Yank says his mom uh, hit, hit him pretty hard. Yeah, yeah. It, it didn't take much to get uh, Yang to confess his issues now. <laughs> I, I imagine, though, yeah, man. Moms in Spanish Harlem don't play around, Yang, right? No, they don't, nah, they play, don't play around. around at all. The whole community gets you. <laughs> the whole community <laughs> will get you. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I, I, I got, like, um, spanked by, like, one of my father's friends, and then he brought me to my dad, told him why he spanked me, and then I wound up getting spanked by my dad, too. Oh, that's yeah, it. Yeah, that's, that's so tough. Nobody that's likes tough. a snitch, man. Yeah, I don't like that yeah, either. I, I, I never talked to that dude again. I used to throw bottles at him, uh, uh, like when. <laughs> that was like, like my vital- that was like my retaliation, exactly. you know. He looked yeah, like he deserves it. Snitches get stitches happened. and bottles. Yeah, yeah, you, 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 you remember what happened? All right, um, so uh, we've got a lot of picks uh, for this game uh, tonight. Nine o'clock. Um, I guess it's nine o'clock Eastern. So. 
Some great yeah. tweets out here. Here's our boy Phil Mickelson. <laughs> uh, Phil Mickelson tweets, only a few people know, but with my serious hops, I think I could have played in the NBA. <laughs> I'm ready to go if the Warriors or Raptors need me for the NBA Finals. <laughs> Says Phil Mickelson. Come on, Phil, just tell us who you got. I'm going to tweet him. Yeah, exactly. Who, who, you, who, you, who got? you got winning. Phil All likes right. to throw it down. He might take the value with the Raptors. He might take the dog. I think he would. I don't know, though. Nah, he seems a, like a front-running type of bet guy. Uh, he'd be like yeah, the pedigree. Yeah. Hope he tells you. That'd be great if he answered. I noticed I Phil's been. Be. I know Phil's been doing a lot of uh, like, you know, Instagram he's more stuff friendly. lately. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, he's, no, he's, he's I don't know who's talking to him. Stuff, he's like, yeah. hey, everybody, I'm Phil. Like, he's showing him like driving in. I'm gonna hit driver on every hole today. And then he did another one about bombing it. And like, I'm like, what the hell's going on here? Like, Dude, I, I never used to I do just that stuff. It's a picture of him yep. jumping too when he won. He's yeah, like, that's where he won the heart. Masters. It's a one. It's, it's a always one about him somehow, though. Huh? I know. Like, it it's is. NBA know Finals, it and he tweets a picture not of them. Hey, look at me. I won the Masters. Great leap. I know. That is Phil. He has like to. Good good point. Here's our boy, uh, Jeremy Roenick. JR. I hope the Toronto Raptors beat the Golden State Warriors. Yeah. The city of Toronto deserves a championship. Who wants to see Golden State win again? Raptors Nation. Jeremy Roenick. (laughs) I like it. I like it too. Thank you, Jeremy. Welcome, welcome aboard. Uh, Well, welcome aboard. All right, let's go to uh, Jason in Wisconsin. In Wisconsin. Oh, thank you. <laughs> What's, What's up, up fellas? How are you? What's up, Gabe? How are you doing? How you doing? Cam, how are you guys? Going great. Good, Jason. So, What's so, up? Give me, give, give me 90 seconds, because the last couple times I spoke to you guys, you know, you guys always talked to, uh, uh, I forget, remember, uh, Gabe, remember you and Corey, months ago, you talked to uh, drunk so-and-so in, in uh, Texas or Dallas, and he was a Cowboy fan? And he was drunk, drunk, drunk Steve, drunk, drunk Steve, drunk Brad, drunk Brad, right? Yeah. yeah so drunk Brad. I'm always drunk. I'm always drunk, Jason. And uh, oh my God, I'm like I'm like 20 times more creative than Brad. But give me give me 90 seconds. Anyways, check it out, guys. You're not as drunk um, as he is, though. <laughs> me? Oh, <laughs> Gabriel. <laughs> Anyways, check it out. So um, it's it's funny. It's funny. Get Cam and Gabe. Cam, you are Cam. Do you have one enemy in the whole world? I got a few. You got a few because that's shocking. Because I, I bumped into uh, a guy a here in the TV this... business. He he sold me he sold me down the river a long time ago. He actually ruined. Oh my no no no! I got fired by email. But you'll but you'll you'll stand by that and say he's a prick, right? Yeah yeah, I actually ran into him a while ago. He's yeah. a prick, but he knows which, karate. Which, he's a lot smaller than me. Uh, he's really tough. Oh, that's why. Uh, that's why when he's not looking, you hit him in the back of the head with something. Anyway, check it out. Gabe, Gabe would agree. Anyways, um, so uh, Al Malvecchio, Gabe, I think you misunderstood me. He's actually a, a, a blood relative of mine, of Al Molinero from Happy Days. Oh, you know, he I is. talked to you a couple weeks back. Yeah, no, no, no. He's actually like my grandpa's like nephew. Is related Yes, to I actually, I met him. I, yes, he's my, my name's Jason Molinero, and his name is Al Molinero. And my, my grandpa's name, my dad's dad was Frank Molinero. He's like, there's so many freaking Molineros around that in, in the Kenosha, Milwaukee, Chicago area that, um, especially Kenosha, that actually, yeah, he's like, uh, 
he's like a second cousin or he's something, you know, growing up. So and I actually got to meet him. My sister bought an old A&W drive-in restaurant, and uh, they named it Andy's Drive-In because there was an Andy's restaurant in Kenosha for years. Made their own homemade pies. It was a little local place with the, you know, the little swivel bar stools, a mom and pop place. Anyways, I got to meet him there. I was 12 years old. And uh, Al Molinero, <laughs> he came with the apron on, like a cook and stuff, and took pictures oh, yeah. because my sister's rest- my sister's restaurant was uh, known for the- they had they had the uh, uh, the old fashioned cars on Wednesday nights. Anyways, it's funny how you talked about dude dude getting whacked uh, by his mom by his mom uh, and and Gabe. I'm surprised you missed this one. You actually said uh, who was it that got spanked or something by their wasn't it, it was their mom? He's 26 years old, right? Yeah, in Florida. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, well, that's kind of funny. Actually, it's kind of funny because actually, you would you would hope that he's not spanked on the butt by his mom when he's twenty six. <laughs> As yeah. if, you know, that's not yeah. related. Anyways, um, <clears throat> no, no, yeah, it's it, it, uh, it, it, it's it's creepy. But um, yeah, I got uh, like I said, hey, Gabe and Cam are telling you, I I, I could like pat you guys on the back and and give you guys props and shout outs. Cause Gabe, remember it can remember like, like 15 years ago, a shout out didn't exist. <laughs> You'd say, let me say hey to somebody. Let me say hey to this person or hey to that person. Yeah, there was no such thing as a shout out. Yeah. You know, <clears throat> but, uh, so I figured maybe I can squeeze in maybe like, uh, one, one joke a week. One joke a week. I know jokes are tricky, and you know, but no, no, Cam, they'll be they'll be quality. I mean, sorry, you guys always cut me sorry, off. And, Jace, you're killing me. No, no, <laughs> no, 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 no. Give me, give me, uh, give me uh, thirty-five seconds. This joke, it, it's a golfing joke, and so a woman's yeah. golfing, and, and I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna swear, I'm not gonna swear. A woman's golfing, and uh, and and she gets stung by a bee. She gets stung by a bee, and it's really bad. And and she goes to her doctor, and of course her doc, her doctor, who's rich, he's a golfer too. And, and she says, hey, Doc, I got, uh, Doc Jones, I got stung by a bee. And he goes, oh, yeah, where at? And she goes, well, between hole one and two. And he says, oh, your stance is too wide. <clears throat> That's quality. Come on, That's Gabriel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. And one thing, and one thing. Let me give you. I'll give you. No, it's great. Let me get. Actually, Jason Sudeikis. Listen, your 90 seconds are over nearly up here. Hey, we're going to a break. All right. Okay. Okay. Great. 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 Okay. What's your final prediction? Congratulations! Congratulations on the Raptors, both you guys. Seriously, I'm a Packer fan. Back in '95, '96, when they went to the Super Bowl. Congratulations with the Raptors. I'm all go Raptors. And go um go uh, uh go of the under the assist three and a half for a letter tonight. Over over three and a half. Over three and a half assists. Joe Renier. Right. Word up. We're Thank right you, Gabriel. Sam, I love you guys. All right, we go from Jason to Rick to Rick Barry. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire.
All right, the excitement is uh, is building. Pretty crazy, as we talked about. Uh, fans began lining up outside the uh, Scotiabank Arena in downtown Toronto at uh, 3.55 a.m. That was the first fan uh, to get into this uh, the Jurassic Park. There's uh, a lot of excitement in uh, Toronto. Let's uh, bring in a uh, former Golden State uh, Warrior, an NBA champion, an MVP, one of the greatest players ever to play uh, the game, and somebody that you can actually hang with, too, after this grind of the playoffs, guys. You don't have to be a player to want to jump off the grid uh, for a little while. It's a great, uh, great packages for you, outdoorsmen and fishermen. Rainbow King Lodge package. Uh, go to, uh, go to uh, Alaska with Rick Barry and uh, company. It looks, uh, looks, looks beautiful. And a Sea of Cortez fishing adventure as well. You get information over at rickberry24.com. Good morning, Rick. Thank you for taking the time to be with us. I got to tell you, man, Alaska looks yeah. awesome. Yeah, well, that's that's a totally a different thing. This one is even better. Your people go to TLC, TLC, all small letters, like tender, loving care, TLC24.net. They get a $2,000 travel card that's going to be a VIP travel card that they can use for resorts and hotels worldwide. It'll be cheaper than going online. No cost, no obligation. You'll have the card available to you at your use and tell all their friends and family about it. And it's free. No obligation whatsoever. So check it out. TLC24.com. No, get one. It'd be crazy not to. Yeah, I travel a lot, too. net. Make sure it's... Oh, dot sure net. Dot bad. Net. I should know basketball.net. Yeah, exactly. No problem. And it, yeah, it, it they'll, they'll love it. I mean, I use it all the time. Awesome. Awesome stuff. Yeah, I'm doing some traveling this summer, too, so I love I love the savings. So, uh, Rick, uh, thank you for joining us, Ed. You know, me and Joe and everyone, we've been talking about play-by-play guys and, 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 and handicappers and everybody else in between, but I want your opinion on this. As far as the matchups are concerned of this series, uh, what's the matchup you most looking forward to or curious about? Like me and Joe have been wondering, is Kawhi, I've been saying if I'm the rap, I, I'm a Raptor fan, right? so I'm thinking from a Raptor perspective, I'm thinking I'd like to take Draymond Green out of the game a bit. And Kawhi Leonard can maybe disrupt Draymond because I look at Draymond as sort of this engine, but you know, you're the basketball genius here. What are the matchups we should be looking for and what are you expecting between Nurse and Kerr? You're saying for them to put him on to put Draymond Green on that? Uh, no, I, I can't I can't actually see that one. Uh, no, that, I'm saying Kawhi Kawhi on Draymond a bit. Just to disrupt know, sort of the you know, the pick and rolls and stuff. No. no, no, because because he'd have to work so hard on defense because Draymond is on the boards. Draymond's pushing it up the floor. If he plays the way he played in the last two games, Kawhi'd have to work his butt off playing against him. And so the last thing you want to do is wear Kawhi out. I mean, you know, he's got to carry so much of their load offensively that now all of a sudden he's going to have to carry a big load defensively, get a guard a guy who's so active and who plays so hard and goes to the basket. And I, I don't, I wouldn't do that. So I mean, you I don't want him, him on Curry then? Because a lot of people are like, oh, he's going to be on Curry. I'm thinking, how the hell is he going to chase a guard around? Yeah, no, I, I no, I agree. He shouldn't be on him, on him either. I mean, it's a situation where wherever it is, that's what the Warriors are going to want to do. Wear him out, and if he guards Clay, then you could run Clay like he normally does, running him off of two, three screens, making Kawhi feel like a freaking pinball bouncing around off of these screens. The whole, that's the whole idea. See what Steve has to come up. with. Steve is going to come up with a, a lineup to match and counter whatever's going to happen with Toronto. Because if Toronto goes big, 
that's going to be interesting to see, you know, if he's going to go small and try to see if they can do some, do some damage to them and push the ball and make those big guys have to run. I, I, this is why I'm looking forward to seeing what happens tonight. I don't know what they're going to do. I don't know what each coach is going to do. And that's why it's a chess match. Who's going to try to get the upper hand by the personnel that you have out there on the floor and see how it works. Obviously if they go big, they're going to want to maybe go inside and try to beat the warriors up in there. They were, very susceptible to that and gave up a lot of offensive rebounds, you know, that hurt them in some of the games in the prior series. So it's going to be an interesting matchup to see what happens and what the coach decides, what each coach decides to do. You know, Rick, a, a lot of the narrative that I'm, I'm hearing is about this rest and how rested the Golden State Warriors are and how that is going to be a detriment to them going into tonight's game. I, talk to us a little bit about, I mean, does it, will it affect them? Do you think it's an issue or how do you see, you know, the fact that they've been off for so long? How does that play into tonight's game? Well, if you look and see over the past many won championships, they had as many, just about as much time off and a couple of times and won the series. Uh, they've won with a little bit of rest. I mean, what will happen, it, it sometimes it can impact you for the first part of the game, maybe the first half of the first quarter. So, you know, we'll, you just, we'll, we'll have to see. I don't think it's a major factor whatsoever. It does take you a little while to get back to used to playing against competition because no matter how much you scrimmage against your own guys, it's not the same as playing against an opponent. So, yeah, it could have an impact a little bit, but I don't think it's a major impact that will cost them a game. Um, you look so... We've talked about the Warriors have been through this. They have the pedigree. People have tried different things, Rick. Like, Houston have tried to outscore them. Um, it's hard to, like, slow them down. It's easier said than done to, to, to create your own tempo and create the rhythm of the basketball game. How do you beat, like, if, if you were the coach of the Raptors, like, how do you approach it? You know, if you're the Raptors, you don't want to get make into a yourself. track meet, right? You, you know, I'm thinking the Raptors make, want to play in the high 90s, low 100s, right? So, do they slow it down to play half court? Like, how do you beat the Warriors, in your opinion? Make your shots. <laughs> if you're making shots, you slow them down, right? And if you make your shots, they have to take it out of the basket. But you can still run even then. Remember, you know, you run, you know the, the Lakers with Showtime? I mean, how they grab the ball out of the basket and they still run down your throat. <laughs> yeah. The Warriors have to do the same thing. No, the Warriors need to do the same thing. Closest guy to the ball, get it, bring it in, push it. Push the ball all the time. Try to make it so they can't set their defense up. Tor Toronto was playing terrific defense, but if the Warriors play their brand of basketball, which is pass, move, cut, running off screens, doing all those great things, if they do that, I don't care how good a defensive team you are, you're going to have some breakdowns, and the Warriors are a smart team. You see when they do that how many easy baskets they get. They get the lobs from, from Draymond to Iguodala for dunks, and they get all these other great opportunities to, to get open looks and shots and easy baskets. That's what they have to do. They have to play the warrior style of basketball. If they play the warrior style of basketball, the Toronto defense will be negated to a large extent, and that will give the Warriors an advantage. And the biggest thing for the Warriors, the Warriors need to make their shots, obviously. But the Warriors, I think, overall are a better shooting team than Toronto. Toronto was very erratic in the last series in their shooting. If you look at it, they had a couple of games where they shot 20-something percent for threes and 30, for 30 from the field. They can't shoot poorly. If they shoot poorly, their chances of beating the Warriors are very, very slim. But if they shoot the ball well and they can play some good defense and you know try to slow the Warriors down some, they have a chance to beat them. There's no question about that. You know, Rick, last time you were on the show, Kevin Durant had just gotten hurt and we were, you know, we, we made the, the comment and said, you know, listen, they're never going to be better without Kevin Durant than with him. They're just going to be different. And, you know, what we've seen, the Golden State Warriors without Kevin Durant on the court, 
is basically an undefeated, a, a completely different ball-moving machine. Now they've got a situation where he hasn't touched the court in a month here. We don't know if he's going to come back in middle, maybe late to this series. And the dilemma everyone's talking about with Steve Kerr is what do you do now that you've, you've got this momentum going with the team, the ball moving and flowing? What do you do with Boogie Cousins? What do you do with Kevin Durant if, in fact, he can come back here somewhere in the middle of this series? Well, the thing you have to do is you have to understand that the Warriors got caught up a little bit against the Rocket Series when Kevin was playing at a high level, and they rely too much on him. They do too much of the one-on-one. He was getting the ball and doing isolations with a lot of time on the shot clock. They need to have, and when they play the Warriors style, like you've seen the last games that they've played, the last you know five games, if they play that way with Kevin, which they have done on many occasions, that's their best basketball. Because that gives them another weapon. It makes a guy have to, a, a defender have to try to guard Kevin, who it's hard to guard anyway. And you can always then have him to go to with five seconds left in the shot clock, not 18. And you can put the ball in his hands. You know he has the ability to score and get a shot off and do something meaningful. They can't get caught up if he does come back with him not playing that style of basketball that we've been watching for the last five games. Uh, we've only got Boogie about Cousins uh, is another story. If they go big, if they go big, if they go big, Boogie may be able to come in and play a little bit and go up against the Saul or something of that nature. But if they're going to go and want to push and do something, and and Toronto goes a little smaller, well then Boogie's not going to be somebody that could be a major factor for you. I've only got about a minute and a half or two minutes left here with you, Rick. Just quickly on on Draymond Green. Me and Joe were talking about this earlier. We've been talking about. I don't know, some, something just clicked. I like what he said. He goes, I watch myself flopping on TV all the time, and it bothered me. <laughs> and, um, but I said earlier, people always sort of change back again, but uh, incredibly impressive. Not just like the mental, the basketball IQ of Draymond, but the, the, the cardio and the energy, man. Some of those games against Portland at the end of the game, everybody was sort of sweating and in slow motion, and Draymond's just flying to the rim and grabbing rebounds, Rick. <laughs> Well, he, I, I give him great credit because he, it's almost like, you know, the, he crossed over the line to maturity <laughs> to become a very mature player and understand what value he has for this team and how valuable he is when he plays that way. And if he plays at that level, it's going to be very difficult, I think, for the Toronto Raptors to be able to beat them. Now, whether he sustains it, like you said, and he takes a step backwards and goes back to his old habits, he just can't let the officials impact what's going on. That's his problem. If he gets a bad call, he's got to just shake it off and go and just keep playing the way he's been playing. He plays like that. I feel good about the Warriors. The nice thing about it is even in the last series, Clay hasn't been on his game shooting. And if big Clay comes back and starts shooting the way he was, of course, Steph was out of his mind. And hopefully Steph will continue to play at a high level. But if if, if you get Clay to step up, that even makes it more difficult for Toronto. And then, then, you know, some of the guys that do it, Steph, I mean, Moody has been, I think, the unsung hero for this team, the way this guy's played in the (laughs) playoffs. He's been incredible doing stuff. Yeah, this McKinney guy came out of nowhere, too, in this series. Uh, so, Rick, he's done a nice job. The bench has done a good job. Uh, prediction, uh, it sounds like you like the Warriors. I'll accept it as a Raptor fan. <laughs> but uh, Warriors in how many games, well, in your opinion? Well, it just depends on what they do up here. If they, if, if they, obviously, if, if, they, if they win one of these games, then I don't see the series going more than five or six games. Uh, if they lose both of these games, it's liable to go six or seven. All right, Rick Barry, the Hall of Famer. Go to a TLC24.net, TLC24.net. No joke, uh, guys. You can uh, save like $2,000. You travel. Forget about Expedia and Priceline and everything else. Check out uh, TLC24.net. Thanks for the time, Rick.
Hey, always a pleasure, and I uh, hope it's a great game and both teams play their best. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. All right, thanks to Rick Perry uh, for throwing it down with us. We're heading into uh, level three, our final hour before game one of the NBA Finals. And we'll get into all of our picks and props uh, for the game. And, in fact, uh, we'll do a DFS uh, lineup, actually, as well. I haven't done it uh, yet. Uh, we'll put together a DFS lineup. And, you know, I told you, Cam, it rains here all the time. And, um, yep. once again, it's Yankees. freaking pouring out. And dark as hell. Just got postponed, buddy. Just got postponed. Yeah, Yeah, Red Sox. You know what? I bet bet you the Red Sox and Yankee players are happy they're postponed so they can watch the NBA Finals. Good call. Good call. Be made up in a doubleheader August uh, 3rd, so down the line. But, uh, yeah, you're right about Rick Barry. Had a little bit uh, of the Earl of Searle going there. He was a little bit uh, off the top, a little bit uh, throwing it your way. It was good, though. Yeah, yeah, he's got that kind of. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's got that bite. Yeah, he's a golden. Uh, you know, Hall, Hall of Famers <laughs> like to, uh, you know, they they got to put you in your place a bit. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I get it for sure. It's a pecking order to this stuff, right? Like, uh, so. Like, yeah. But yeah. thing is, with all due respect to Rick Barry, he didn't answer my question, did he? And <laughs> I actually got him to admit, I don't know what they're gonna do. <laughs> like what he said. Yeah. I don't know. Because I said, I said, yeah, I'd have Dre. I'd put Kawhi on Draymond. Ah, oh, you can't do that. That's crazy. I do that. You yeah. can't. Run out can't of have Dre, Kawhi running around after Draymond. He's acting like Draymond's more athletic than Kawhi Leonard or something. Like, <laughs> Kawhi Leonard can track Dr- Draymond Green. Don't worry about it. Uh, yeah. It's more crazy talk that people keep talking about putting Kawhi on Curry. That's a tougher yeah, that's challenge. Stu- now, Kawhi could do it. That's not a good idea. It, not yeah, a good idea. it's Curry small and fast and stuff like. So so, anyways, the the matchups are interesting. Uh, what else is interesting? I see Jordan Spieth is lighting it up at the memorial. Gabe, today it's kind of like what Ranieri said. Remember, I'll never forget Joe what he said on Wednesday. He cannot keep up this form, missing fairways and stuff. Know what he did today? He hit two putts for birdie over thirty-five feet. Sorry, one for eagle. Also chipped in <laughs> from from the deep rough like. This guy's Pretty a Houdini. Well like he, he he saved three or four shots, so he shot six under. Probably should have been about two under, but hey, good golfers do that stuff. Tiger Woods really grinded out a beautiful round. He was at one time two over. He got it to two under. And Moops didn't miss fairways today. I, I learned a lot watching this golf tournament today. This Ruffett Memorial has never been worse. Like it's cabbage around the green, but if you keep it in in the fairway, you'll score really well. Just ask Ryan Moore, who had a, a nice round and. As for uh, the bets that you got going, uh, good news and bad news. I guess the good news, Ricky Fowler, I think he's moving up the leaderboard. Where is he now? So I'm T-13. on him, too. He's three. Yeah, he's T12 now, T-12. so three under. Yep, T12. And uh, Hideki was three under, but he's struggling down the stretch. But he finished Hideki at one always under. Screws. Yeah, he screws me, too. But it's a long tournament, and the one Asian 
Uh, right now, there's a couple Asians. Siwoo Kim in that Asian bet. He's three under. How I forgot about Hoa T- I forgot about Hoa Tong Lee. He's a damn good golfer. Remember, this is the guy who stared down Rory McIlroy on the European Tour. But there's a guy even better. I think uh, H.P. Kim or uh, he's four Lee. under. Yeah, yeah, yeah. K.H. Lee. Correct, correct, correct. So he is uh, one guy. But hey, three shots, whatever. He still finished under par. Just bothers me. He was three under and didn't really close well. Is it uh, Kiradash Afra Bardrat? Is he considered? He's Asian too, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, he's uh, Thailand. He's Thailand. Yeah. 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 Decky screwed me for one of those make the cut parlays once uh, for like yeah, three, three, 500 yeah. bucks. Or something. Yeah, I know. I know. I'm getting it's, screwed it's, in it's, horse races this afternoon too. My jockey's just a clown. The guy, the guy's such a bad trip, man. Wait, we went in and out of traffic. Kuchar's uh, even, I think. We're one over. Let me take a look again. Long tournament, Dave. Long tournament. No need to panic yet, but I'll tell you something. Jordan Speed, I don't think he'll keep it up, but uh, good start. Cantlay's four under. Fowler's three under. It's okay. It's okay. Adam Scott's playing pretty good. Long tournament, buddy. Uh, there's some pretty big names, actually, at the, uh, at the bottom of this list here. Yeah, Rory's Tony three Pina. over. Plus five. Yeah, you Tony lie. Pina five over. Uh, yeah.